Welcome to Sober Sisters Talk, a podcast on recovery with Elizabeth Pudwell and MG. We bring you our experience, strength, and hope from a variety of sources, therapy, 12-step recovery, and life lessons of long-term sobriety. To contact us, email SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for Sober Sisters Talk. We're glad you're here. Now here's our next podcast. Also, we'd love to invite you to a Zoom meeting this Friday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're interested, email SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com and we'll send you the meeting information and password. We hope to see you this Friday. Okay, hi everybody. This is MG. And Elizabeth Pudwell. And together we are... Sober Sisters Talk. Welcome. Welcome. And that's what we do the best is talk. (laughs) Other than fix things. And try to stay sober. You can ask me. Yeah. And uh, we're so excited today to have Elizabeth's sponsor, Olivia, on the call. Good morning, Olivia. Good morning. Thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. Thanks for saying yes. I think that's a lot bigger obligation on your part. But the thing is, is that what we wanted to do today is that we were invited to recently to come to a... um, to do some service work. And I wanted to talk about the relationships that we all have, because not only is Olivia my sponsor, but I'm also MG's sponsor. And the reason that I do so much of that is because in the beginning, when, when somebody told me, said, I think, would you sponsor me? Or, you know, I was like, I'm not ready to do that. I, I was like, you need to ask someone who has some, you know, experience with this. And I did not want to do that. I thought I was going to have to be responsible for whoever, for their sobriety and for their ability to whatever, fill in the blank. And But I, eventually um, I did say yes in the first program that I came in, in the mothership. And I learned, how, it just gave me so much, how do I even say that? I just, I found myself saying what I needed to hear way more than you could tell me or a meeting could tell me it was like really like i'm saying this <laughs> that was my experience so i'd love to hear your guys's experience with you know your initial entree do your pathway into sponsorship olivia um so service um was introduced to me the you know, pretty much the second or third day that I was in a meeting. Um, I came into the program when it was the founding members of SLAA, and they were hardcore AAers who were like, sit down, shut up, do service. That's what I got immediately. Um, I, You know, if somebody uh, walked in the room, my sponsor would say, go, you know, go tell them what's going on, tell them, you know, Help welcome them. I'd be like, but I'm a newcomer, and 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 she would say, well, who came in first, you know, or, or who came in second? And I'd say, well, they did, and then you're not the newcomer anymore. They are. So I learned really early on, and it didn't matter how long I was here, but that if somebody was there less than me, then I have something to offer, them. whether it's here's a chair, 
is, you know, here's how the format's going to be, whether, hey, we have literature over here, or, you know, do you have any questions? I can do that because I had some answers. And, uh, and the other thing my sponsor told me was that she didn't know a lot of answers, which was baffling to me because how could you be my sponsor and not know anything? In fact, her sponsor made her uh, say, I don't know, um, frequently. And I'd be like, you got to know. Somebody's got to know. She actually got me a, a, a little signpost to put on my desk that says, I don't know. And she said, just because you don't know, it doesn't mean you're a failure or you're not valuable or that you can't help somebody. It means that you don't have the answer and together you could try to find the answer. And that was, you know, the beginning of, of me really understanding that I am able to give to other people even when I don't feel like I have anything to give. Um, well, I, I love that, and I believe that that's one of the reasons why 12-step recovery works. You know, there's that, you know, joke, they say, you know, there's some good news and some bad news to the newcomers. The good news is there's help, and the bad news is that it's us. You know, we're these imperfect people, but we're going through something similar, and we can relate to the struggle. And I can remember, I think Elizabeth was uh, my third or fourth sponsor, I, I'm going to say third, uh, and um, she really began, and she was an OG when I was coming in, you know, 2008, 2009, and um, super serious. She was super strong, and like the gold standard in my mind for, you know, someone to sponsor. And um, so I was leery of asking her to sponsor me, even though I esteemed her and I liked her program. So I asked other people, and then I went back out, blah, blah. And then she saw me being uh, entirely ready. And so at that point, when I asked her to sponsor me, she said yes, because she'd known me and she'd seen me in the rooms enough, I think. And her prescription was also to sponsor. And I believe that me sponsoring is so helpful for my program. It helps me keep accountable to myself and if I have any inkling of any kind of desire, I always like run it through that question. How could I tell my sponsees that I've acted out? You know, it's another piece of that accountability in my own recovery program that I think is so important. And I've seen other women be very successful when they do have sponsees. And I tell my sponsees, listen, if you're so busy, just have one. You can have one. And if you're not, then you can have more. And uh, a lot of my sponsees have kind of moved on, but I have two active sponsees that I meet with once a week. And I am for about an hour, and I'm in school, and I've got two jobs. And so that's really like the level at what I can contribute. But it's something that helps me really keep grounded, keep connected. And I believe that um, that's so important. And, you know, doing things of service like, you know, we, we you know, shepherd a meeting, Elizabeth and I, and we... Um, even went, this. And even this, this, you know, podcast, which is, you know, a broader scope. We talk about a lot of topics, not just SLAA, mainly SLAA, but we talk about a lot of other topics. But, you know, I was talking to a friend last night who's got, like three months of sobriety from a lifetime of not being able to stop. 
and she's so grateful, but she's stumped on step six. She goes, I'm not entirely ready to give up my defects. And I'm like, are any of us ever entirely ready? But I think when I was at my bottom in SLAA, I was entirely ready. I didn't, whatever. I would have done anything. Yeah. I, and in the drinking as well. I mean, I was in jail. So it's like, clearly I need to do something. But the other part, the other reason that we are here today is because we are all going to participate in an upcoming workshop, which is another way of giving back. And um, I remember the first time somebody asked, I went to a workshop and then somebody asked me to help with the workshop. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. I was like, how do you do this stuff? I'm like, I did not feel ready. I did not feel prepared. I did not feel, and I don't even know what's that supposed to feel like. Like I'm an expert. No, I'm not. I'm not an expert in recovery. Um, but I am an expert in my own addiction and what it looks like. And I do know how to share with you what I did and how much it hurt and how hard it was and how different it is now, which is really when I do that, that's the benefit for me. I don't know about you guys, but that's what it does for me. And Olivia, what do you think about this idea of never saying no? Because I heard this concept in AA where when someone asks you to do some things of service, you always say yes. And that kind of, you know, my Al-Anon program and my AA program, I was like, wait a second. What do you think about that idea of always saying yes when asked to do service? Uh, well, I was taught the same thing, that you always say yes, because we don't know what God's plan is. There's a reason why my higher power is putting me in this position, right? So, uh, but I've learned over time that setting boundaries is one of the things that my higher power is trying to teach me how to do. And uh, and so I, I don't look at somebody's asking me to do service um, that is I can't do well or I'm just uh, overwhelmed with or I just I just don't think it's the right thing. I think that that's higher powers giving me another opportunity to say what I can and can't do, to learn how to stand up for myself and take care of myself. What I want to do is not be, you know, the extremes of, you know, compulsively doing everything and compulsively doing nothing because then I'm just avoiding relationships and avoiding opportunities if I say no all the time. And if I say yes all the time, I'm avoiding feelings and other things that are a responsibility for me. So it's somewhere in the middle. And so if somebody says to me, um, can you sponsor me? I say, well, let's talk. Because I don't know what I can do for that person. I don't know if I want to do anything for that person. I don't know if they want to work with me. Um, you know, I need a sponsor. You you have sobriety. Uh, you know, I recently was married, and, and I started getting calls from newcomers saying, tell me how you did it so I can do it. <laughs> and, and, I, and I said, okay, well... 37 years ago you walked into a meeting and then you, you sit down and you shut up and you do service and that's how I do it um, and I know that that sounds you know silly but that it, there is no magic to this it's not like I had you know a magic bullet and now I'm married it's I worked my butt off at service in order to develop relationships 
so that I better communicate and I have connections with people, which makes me attractive to other human beings who want to hang around with me, whether it's romantic or work-wise or friendship. It's, it's, it's made me a better human being by doing this service. And now I just happen to get married. You know, if that's your goal, great. So do some service. You want to work. I always say, if you want to work out your shit, do some service. (laughs) Every single defect of character that you have will be in your face. And you will have every opportunity to work on your six and seven step. (laughs) I love that so much. That is so true. And for me, always, it's this issue of control, wanting to assert myself. And when I really look at it, when I go back, because, you know, for me, I feel like it's very important, like, to, you know, where did that come from? Where did that come from? What is that? What is that? And it usually gets back to being out of control as a child, you know, being um, neglected, being um, passed over. You know, I come from a large family. I was baby number five. All sorts of chaos was always happening around, and I was always trying to get my needs met. And so... That has stayed in my DNA, but I can rewire it. And every time that I recognize it is an opportunity for me to say, I can make a different choice. You know, I don't have to be, um, you know, on autopilot with this stuff any longer. So let's talk about what's happening this weekend. Are you guys ready to segue? I am. Sure. Okay, super. So tell us about what's going on in New England. Olivia. I am a member of my New England intergroup, uh, which is the group of people who put the meeting list out and support all the meetings in the New England area that ask for help in, you know, growing their meetings or answering questions about their traditions and um, pulling people together so that top line stuff is happening. Um, people are finding each other. That's what an intergroup does. And I actually became a member of this intergroup when it uh, was started back in 1986. And I've been in and out of the intergroup, you know, over the years based on what I could do and what I couldn't do and when I was available and when I wasn't. So uh, we have a tradition of having two gatherings. We used to call them conferences or conventions, but we decided they weren't really conferences and they weren't really conventions, they are gatherings. So we pick a theme and we do one in the fall, which is this fall uh, is November 5th and it's from 11.30 to 4.30 and we pick a theme, you know, a theme that's universal. And sometimes the themes are just really basic, like, you know, one day at a time or like our theme this Saturday, which is the five S's, which you see in our preamble. Um, and it's not a complicated gathering. It's simple. It's easy. It's a way to see other people who are working their program, meet some new people that you've never met before, hear some ways that other people do service or, you know, or how they work their program or how they don't work their program so that we can learn and grow from each other. And, um, my sponsor used to say to me, uh, if you're doing this from 11:30 to 4:30, you're likely going to be sober from 11:30 to 4:30. So that's another chunk of time you can put in your pocket. And I say, okay, great, I will do that. So we're, um, the sessions aren't very long; they're less than an hour. There's five-minute um, uh, spaces in between. It's hybrid because we're in a world right now where people are like, I don't know if I want to be around people, and some people are just, I just need to be around people. Um, you know, this is a disease of connection, right? So 
being with people is really healing, whether it's on Zoom or whether it's in person. So we're this is the second conference we're trying uh, to do hybrid to, to encourage people to go where they need to go to get what they need. And I think the registration, so cool. the registration is $18, right? It's more if you can, less if you can't. Gotcha. If you register online, it you know, you have to put like some figure in there okay. to go through. Um, so people put in a dollar, but if you really can't afford the dollar, you just email in to say, you know, I need a scholarship and somebody will register for you. Super, super. I love that. Elizabeth, you're doing a topic. I'm doing a topic. My topic is on spirituality. I'll be at 245. Do you know when your uh, session is, Elizabeth? I think mine is at noon and I'm at, I am doing, um, steps. Awesome. I'm, I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about the steps in my life and the way that I can see them in obscure ways that doesn't show up, you know, I'm going to talk about the regular ways, you know, that we do and we work them, but I'm also going to, you know, point out the irregular, you know, ways that, you know, like when I struggle at work and somebody says, you know, you're powerless over what's going on there, you know, and I have to accept it and I can work steps around it instantly and be done. I I am talking on sponsorship which is shocking, I know. Um, so, uh, and I'm, I'm scheduled for 12.30. I think Steps is scheduled for 1.15. Is it 1.15? Okay. It is 1.15. Yeah, my, I'm sorry, I'm in. Yeah, so then it's 12.15, my time. Yeah. But we yeah. should point out, it is Eastern time. And yeah. the, I love the hybrid part of it because that's how I met Olivia and that's how... Um, our meeting, Silver Sisters, um, the the meeting on Friday night at 6 p.m. Central Time is done. Is through. It's not hybrid. It's done through Zoom. But we've met so many people that do not live in our time zone and are all over the world. And I love being able to 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 reach all those different people and meet a whole bunch of different people from you know all over all over the United States. I think that that is like you were talking, Olivia, about higher power and how, like, we don't know. And who knew that the pandemic was going to be such a platform to carry the message. And our podcast has had over 200,000 listens. It's hit so many countries. I saw something from Saudi Arabia. It's like Australia, England, like Taiwan. We have a, a girl that will call us from Taiwan. I love that. Listeners, I'm going to put all the details in this podcast, or if you want some more information, you can email SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com, and we hope to see you this Saturday. Yes, please join us. Yeah, the more the merrier. Olivia, thank you so much for joining us this morning in a last-minute ad hoc. I just had an idea, and I wanted to carry it through, and so I really appreciate you, Elizabeth, and you, Olivia, for making my little tiny dream come true today. Thank you. Till the next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Sober Sisters Talk podcast. To find our podcast, we're at www.sobersisterstalk.com. We're also on Apple iTunes and on Facebook. See you next week.